Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, this is MC Quest. Hi, I'm Ernie Hudson. Hi, I'm Tony Moore. I am David Mack. I'm Nick Spencer. This is Ethan Van Skybro. This is Brian Jail Glass. This is Jason Burroughs. This is Arthur Saddam. Chris G. Russo. This is Nick Berucci with Dynamite Entertainment, president and publisher. You are listening to Superfly Comics and Games. The Superfly Podcast. The Superfly Podcast. The Superfly Podcast on the Panels on Pages Network. The Superfly Video Games and Comic Book Podcast. The Superfly Podcast on the Panels on Pages Network. Network. Superfly podcast on the Panels on Pages Network. We're the best, we're the beautiful, we're the only. This is the best podcast on all the internet. If you don't believe me, then you're an asshole. What is up, everybody? Hang on to your cookies. This is episode number 231 of the official Superfly Comics and Games podcast. I am the probably increasingly horse-growing, well, growing horse. I'm not raising horses. But regardless of that, I am Thatcher E. Cleveland coming at you from the Superfly Embassy in Chicago, Illinois. And joining me, as they do every Monday right here on the PanelsOnPages.com podcast network, are the fine, fine, super fine gentlemen of Superfly Comics and Games in Yellow Springs, Ohio. And we are here giving you that virtual comic shop experience. We're talking comics. We're talking movies. We're talking all kinds of stuff. This week, in particular, we are going to be talking about the Diamond Previews Catalog for February 2015. So, uh, pick one up. Or just listen along and enjoy as we paint a picture with our words. And speaking of a picture worth probably around 875 words, he is Dr. Doctor, the real King Travis, DDS, PhD, slash dot gov. Travis, what's up, man? How are you doing? I say the nay. Nay. Oh, because I said horses. <laughs> horses. <laughs> That's good. You're like two in a row. Like you, you like last week you had a joke that was on point, and then we got one this week. Yeah, you're not going to get anything else from me. I was going to say, it's taken 231 episodes, but we're finally there. I'm finally getting into my groove now. <laughs> you, you finally figured out that we're just recording this for radio. My name is Stella, and I've found my groove. Back. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Speaking of back. Um, his baby's got him, and I'm talking about baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. He is the owner of Superfly Comics and Games. He is the real boss, and not like a Rolling Stone gathering no moss. He is Tony Berry. Tony, what's up, man? How are you doing? 
Man, some of them old college pictures surfaced this week. Yeah. It's been... Oh, man, it's been. Yeah. I feel like I asked... One of the first things I asked Tony as we started our pre-show, I asked him how many likes and comments this fantastic picture of him that is now his Facebook profile picture uh, had. And it's he's gotten... Like, what is it? It was three likes... <laughs> in at least the hour that we were been talking. So what's the tally now? It's currently 96 in about um, 30 hours. Man. It's got 96 likes. Jeez. It's a photo of me at a party 10 years ago. Yeah, and it's it's glorious. Don't get me wrong. Oh, this yeah, is, it's glorious. This is I picture. used to be cool as hell and sexy as shit. What yeah. happened? Yeah. You're still there, man. It's all good. It's it's, bar- it's buried under all that hair and your matzah hat that you're wearing to reference. I think we should just make this the Tony's Pictures on Facebook podcast. Because <laughs> I feel like I could just, you know, like I don't interact that much on Facebook. But I read most I, I read most of the things that Facebook allows me to see because Facebook is basically the devil. And, you know, they're like, I don't know. Look at this thing where someone talks about a baby. And I'm like, I don't give a shit about a baby. I mean, don't get me wrong. People out there that I know and that I'm Facebook friends with that have babies, I'm not talking about your baby. <laughs> I'm talking about the other baby. Talk about that baby from It's Alive. Yeah, like, what's up with that baby? That baby sucks. Your baby, your baby is great. Post more videos of your baby. Um, speaking <laughs> of babies, he's my baby. He is the official C2E2 and New York Comic Con and New York Special Edition DJ. Uh, I think he's making it. Are you once again making your triumphant return for 2015? To Special Edition? Unsure. C2E2? Most definitely. All right. So he's, he's making the rounds. He is the manager of Superfly Comics and Games. He is Jared Whitaker. Jared, what's up, man? How are you doing? In the face of uh, Snowpocalypse, I've lost count. Uh, I took precautionary measures. I ordered a pound of lightly salted cashews from Amazon. For some reason, I could I, I knew with 100% certainty you were going to say condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they be salted? Oh, my God. Lightly salted. Huh? I mean, what? at least lightly salted. <laughs> like... Holy shit, I'm immediately like... That's me. That's all, I don't know why. What thought, kind of sadist do you think I am? I, I don't... I, I, that's from me. I'm sorry. You put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. You, I didn't now put I any condoms on you. Now, I, <laughs> now I want to know... There were Rick. zero condoms applied to Jared by Tony. <laughs> this is important. I mean, whatever, man. Wait, to, to Jared by Tony, is that the sequel to... From... <laughs> <laughs> um, for some reason, that the, the, the combination of uh, condoms and Facebook, which, terrible combination, by the way. Like, that's the worst. Like, talk about the worst thing to order at a Chinese food place. Uh... Um, but I saw, like, a, on, on Tumblr, I saw a screenshot of someone's uh, Facebook status and it was a woman talking about how she thought her husband was cheating on her 
and she was like in his car and found a package of condoms that had been opened. So what she did was she took a little pin and she put a hole in just the wrapper of the condoms. Not the condoms themselves, just the wrapper. But then soaked the condoms in some sort of Tabasco hot sauce. Oh! And then when her husband, like the next time he was all like, hey, I need to go help my mom out with something. I'm going to be gone for a couple of hours. She's like, all right, word. Before he comes home, she gets a call from her best friend saying, hey, I was meeting up with this new man friend of mine, and now my down there area is really on fire. She was like, huh, imagine that. And then her husband comes home, and he needs an ice pack for his unit because he's all like, yeah, I spilled something on it at my mom's house, and it's like really burning. And needless to say, she broke up with her friend and divorced her husband. Sounds like she didn't get any hot dick. It was just for Tony's reaction for no other reason that's a horrible thing to happen. By the way, don't fucking do that shit. Just yeah. break up. If you I, have any kind of fucking thing, don't don't sabotage somebody's junk like that. That's, that's horrible, man. I will I will say we also would have accepted. Ooh, now there's a hot tip. Oh, that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> we should we should keep we should, we should keep moving. Yeah, I think we went too far. Yeah, we have gone. Yeah, we're we're so far off the rails at this point. Um, let's let's try to let's try to bring it back in a little bit. Um. What about what's uh, what's our superfly news looking like? Uh, what's uh, what's going on, gentlemen? As you prepare for an imminent uh, apocalypse. This is news. No condoms. Well, it sure <laughs> shit ain't lightly salted condoms. We're all bareback <laughs> over here. <laughs> it's all Tabasco sauce and nothing else. Um. God damn, it's a weird move in the room. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we didn't know how to get off this fucking topic. Shit, what are we going to do? Now you're going to bring back up that fact that nobody has seen that Frank's Red Hot commercial yet. God <laughs> fucking damn it! I blame me because I was fucking talking about hot sauce. This <laughs> one's on me, man. We're fine. We were, we're doing <laughs> so well with you, Travis. We were doing so well. All I'm saying is watch the fucking commercial. No, I will not. Superfly news. <laughs> um, there's some kind of a sports contest tomorrow or something. I don't know. I'm not going to watch any of it. I'm I'm staying in bed all day. Tony, I want you to make special notice that I didn't say anything about it this year until right now. <laughs> Uh, what will, will you tell Dad what you said this morning? <laughs> for, for, for our listeners, I used to have a game where I would try to go until after the Super Bowl without finding out when the Super Bowl was. And it was a thing that I had that was special to me because it made football season bearable because I don't like football season or football. And it was some way that I could get some enjoyment out of 
football season without having to enjoy football. And then I made the critical mistake of telling people about that, and now people actively try to ruin it for me. Yeah. And I, you know what? And I, I used to count myself among those numbers. And then yeah. last year, that last was year really good. <laughs> Travis, you said to Max, don't tell Tony what's happening tomorrow. <laughs> Which. That could mean anything. Man. <laughs> would have gone right over my head. But I have at least one capacity for critical thought. <laughs> <laughs> one critical thought, please. And when I hear the words in that configuration, I have no choice but to go, what could be tomorrow that I would want to not know about? You're literally begging the question at that point. That's not <laughs> helpful preservation of information. Well, I had figured at this, at this point in the juncture, somebody's already ruined it for you anyway. And then 10 minutes later, somebody actually did. Yeah, that. I was about to say. <laughs> but even in the pre-show, when I was talking about my plans, like, I've got a friend of mine coming over tomorrow, and I was like, yeah, she's coming over tomorrow. Didn't even put that together. Bravo, sir. And that was all it was. I was like, yeah, That's she's going to be... Game. That's good game, Tad. I was trying. I was trying. I literally, this year, I shit you not, I was like, I am not going to... Because I used to, every year, I'd be like... Because there's a part of me, even this morning, before we, you know, I was like, thinking about it, I was like, it would be hilarious if when I introduced Tony on the show, I was like, oh, and by the way, this team and this team are playing in the Super Bowl tomorrow, like, live on the show. Then I was like, no. It, First it of got, all, we've, we've already it, done that joke. It got too big. It's not yeah. a, it, it, it is not a game that can sustain itself anymore because it's it got to the point where I, I, I knew too much about it, and I, you know, it was a little bit. Social, the age of social networking has made that kind of thing much harder, too. Yeah, that's true, because it's like, you know, you go on Facebook and then people are talking about, you know, stuff like that. It's like it, it's kind of like how I used to be very, like, I don't want to see anything about wrestling, and now I'm just like, you know, whatever. Well, Chris people, Jericho is a very interesting dude. It's like, people like what they're going to like. What am I going to shit on the fucking thing that they like? Like, that's... I'm not going to watch it. I might. I mean, if it's presented to me, like, directly in front of me, what a, you know, whatever. Usually it's better hearing about it. It's more entertaining reading about it on Twitter than actually watching it. Yeah, I was I was Skyping with the Fly Hard Compound uh, either earlier this week or last week, and uh, Jonathan uh, the Junko Rodriguez, he, you know, he came in, he was, he showed us this, Thing. I don't know where the fuck it came from. <laughs> it was some. Oh, it was it was the Chikara. Oh yeah, Chikara wrestling, awesome. and it was some sort of the, the, it was some sort of match that then ended in a dance off. And yeah. so like that was hilarious. Like and point like they even did a thing, and then like they passed a wave back and forth, and then they were like, oh god, like that was pretty fucking funny. So I was like, oh yeah, that that's enjoyable. Like I'll look at that. Like, that's a thing that's, you know, okay. Yeah, Chikara's rad, man. If you if you are remotely tired of what you think wrestling is on the mainstream level, you should check that out. It'll change your mind quite a bit. Yeah, because we didn't, we didn't talk about last week the, uh, the return to the PopCast network of uh, PopCast Wrestling. That's right, PCW's back. With uh, Michael Melkor and 
Mr. Comic Geek Kelly, and they're uh, they're going they're going in the outer realms of uh, the wrestling. They're going the completely opposite of what we used to do, which was going, oh hey, it's wrestling stuff we don't like, and we can't watch the ones we we do like because availability. So let's just watch this, I guess. So yeah, the let's stick bamboo shoots under our fingernails podcast. Well, you know, it's they it got to be a grind, and that's why other people are doing it now. And those guys are doing a good job. You should check them out. Uh, who knows? Some of your favorite cast members from the past may show up on it, aka probably me. Some sort of past member. <laughs> it's like a PCW convergence. But where uh, like, you know the pre-reboot. Popcast Wrestling cast will then meet up with the current post reboot. See how yeah. I tied it into into previews. Every once in a while, I can segue all right. But we didn't really do a whole lot of actual Superfly news in that segment. So bravo us, number one, for just being ridiculous. Um, but uh, but is there? I know you guys have uh, Tribe One and Michael Cahill t- coming. Um, end of february yep february 28th uh killing tribe one are going to come through they're going to do individual sets and they're going to do a set of malibu shark attack songs which uh tribe one is of course involved with this past monday we had mega rain come through and of course it snowed super not really super bad i guess it was kind of worse for them driving through it than it was here but uh we had a small but powerful group of people that showed up, and uh, local cat Juice Lee from uh, Cincinnati came through. Uh, he's friends with uh, Rand, and we met him at, I think that was one of the Cincinnati shows that we actually met him at. I'm not 100% sure, but met him. He does, he does, uh, he does the nerdy hip-hops, and uh, he was like, hey, could I come in and do some rap songs? And I said, sure. And then uh, our special guest played some songs, and special guest, a spoiler, it was me. So if you, what? if you wanted to see me play, you probably should have been there. When they when they say special guests are showing up, you should just go. You should just assume every time there's a special guest, it's me, even when it's like clearly not going to be me. I want it to be like Dr. Meat, but with special guest you, and then you do it. Shit, who is the guy... That was Garth Brooks's alter ego. Chris <laughs> Gaines. Chris Gaines. God damn it! The joke works if I remember that. If you know, if I eliminate like fucking long division from my mind and just like devote that spot to Chris Gaines was Garth Brooks's alter ego. So then the joke goes: it's a Doctor Meat show. And then it's like with special guest you, and then it's just you, a la like a Chris Gaines sort of thing. He's got an emo haircut, and yeah, exactly. Like he's all sensitive. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be amazing. That would be amazing. But but it was good. Like it seemed like from what I saw of you talking online, you you had a good show. Uh, You got some very kind words from Mega Ran, which is awesome. Megaran said one of my lines in my song was, quote, dope. I'm like, that, wow, all right. That's you know, all you I, need. Sign I, this man. I mean, I was just saying that cosigns are more, are basically more uh, 
advantageous to you as an artist than getting signed by a label because an established artist saying you're good just makes people who are too lazy to listen to your music go, oh, hey, I should probably listen to that guy, huh? So I'll take it. I mean, it's no Drake co-signed, but I'm getting there. Yeah. You're probably, like, that's probably only, like, maybe three degrees of separation. Yeah, I mean... Maybe, maybe two. I mean, Mega Rand's, like, a well-known guy, so... He's... Uh, Rand does, on occasion, run with, I don't want to say real rappers, but mainstream rappers as well, so... Yeah, I'm telling you, like, you're probably, like, yeah, like, that's... We're, we're, we're at, like, two or three degrees of separation. We can make this happen. Yeah, we're, we'll, we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there, man. So don't worry, you'll you'll see me uh, selling out and keeping it real, as in changing completely soon enough. Yeah, because that's what we do. <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Weird. It was like a weird, like, like yeah. That's I think that's your new thing. I think unfortunately Woo. you just made that your new thing. Like that's just that's what we do. Like that's... Uh, next. My next album is going to be R&B. Yeah. Oh, man. Can I be a special guest on that one? Sure. We'll cover Real Talk. It'll be 35 minutes. We'll be sure. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's all I've ever actually really wanted to do. Was to cover Real <laughs> that's, Talk. The only reason, that's the only reason why Travis is on this show is he knew that one day this would, this would happen. He's like, I bet in like somewhere the high two, like the, like the early mid 200s. I'll finally be able to get, I'll get it locked in to do a cover of Trapped in the Closet. Oh, just, if God. I just hang in there, if I just hang in there, we're going to be all right. Uh, yeah. Tony, so what, uh, did we get any emails this week? Nah. What? <laughs> the streak is broken. We had a really good streak going there. So what that means is more people, more people need to be sending an email to superflycomics at gmail.com. I feel like between this and, like, reviews slash, like, retweets slash advertising of the program, I feel like we should run some sort of contest. That's my yeah. gut, like, right now, like, doing a thing. Uh, Other I people that, that worked out that one time. Well, we got someone to fax their balls to us. I mean, from overseas. (laughs) Speaking of contests, and I forgot about this last week, the the other contest that we'd been running, the name that baby, eat that chew contest, which I that's this is the first time we're calling it that, Um, (laughs) but it's also over, so I don't have to say that again. Um, uh. Uh, Mr. Mr. the fake Prince Travis Travis Fowler he and his wife made a baby it's still inside her though it's not done yet we're waiting for the little like the little like her belly button to pop out like a turkey thermometer oh my god that's how it works I don't know I failed like I failed health so I don't know how these things go (laughs) (laughs) but I can't be seen on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, to, Tony's like, I have to go. My planet needs me. <laughs> um, we were running a little contest uh, where if you came up with a nerdy name for that child, and they both agreed to name the child that name, 
then he would eat a shoe. Well, I don't think it was last week. I think it was maybe if the week before that or even three weeks ago, they announced that they, in fact, have named a child. It's also their child, so that's good. That works out. Um, but they've named, I forget what his middle name is, but it's Gavin, insert middle name here, Fowler. So we fucked it up. We fucked it up, America. Unless you want to look at Gavin as a reference to Gavin Knott, who used to be on this program, who Gavin is... Wayne. Wayne. There you go. Get Wayne like Wayne's World. Eh, there you go. It's pretty nerdy. Yeah. That's so, I mean, it's a pretty... Unfortunately, none of us came up with it, which means we can't necessarily pressure him to eat a shoe. I mean, that's not going to stop some people. As I can tell you from my personal experience in this. He's having a baby. He's He may just eat a shoe on his own. Yeah. And, and it is a wonderful way of saying how much you love someone. And oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. They got that part right. Um, but yeah, so that, you know, the contest is dead. Long live the contest. It's time for us to do something else. So I feel like maybe we do something where... Basically, look, if you listen to this program, you like this program, send us an email. When we post, when we post, the, post, post the show and, you know, talk about it on the, on the Twitters and on the Facebooks and on the Tumblers and all that stuff, you know, give a retweet, give a reblog, say hey, co-sign us, if you will. As we were just talking about co-signing, be our co-signer. Do it, soldier boy. Yeah. Soldier Boy, tell them. Tell them, Soldier Boy. Tell them. I'm assuming that's how that song goes. I actually have no idea. Hey, remember when you segued to previews? <laughs> I, are we still doing that? Is that still this show? Are we sure it is? Well, yes. So keep 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 on the look keep on the lookout for that. We're gonna we'll do a thing. I'm gonna workshop this. We're gonna take this out back behind the shed. Knock it around a little bit. See what it'll tell us. But in the meantime, we're doing previews this week. Uh, previews, previews. Jared, you know what that means. Play me your sweet previews. Previews, previews. Nice. Yeah, surprise! Tony's got no. No, I don't. You just did it. <laughs> the final preview. Hey. That's not even the right notes. Fuck you! It's notes. I didn't say it was the right no, notes. You, you're fine. <laughs> Damn. I've been there, there, so fine, Jared. <laughs> These, these notes are doing that. <laughs> wow. Oh no, got me some notes measuring contest with you, man. Because <laughs> I'm gonna win. That's why. I, that's why I do the ring. I do the ring contest. How's it feel now, Alkies? <laughs> oh. <laughs> there's so many jokes That's I want. Uh, no range. Yeah, well, oh, man, there's so many jokes I want to make about that, but I'm not going to. I'm going Rough to be the better. Yeah, I'm going to be the better person here. Um, 
I'm sorry, Travis. I didn't know that. <laughs> I was looking up. I, I actually took the time to look up Wayne's World while you were yelling at me. Because now I want to watch Wayne's World. There you go. See? Everybody wins. Yes, Everybody I'm wins. <laughs> oh, so we've learned a valuable lesson here today, and it's that Wayne's World was a movie that happened. <laughs> that movie was so awesome. I better hope it does not hold up. No, oh, fuck you. It probably does. I mean, sure, it's like what? Actually, wait, is this 25 years of Wayne's World? It could very well be 93. 93. Let me see. Hold okay. on a second. I'll tell you. No, so it's. 21. Uh, or 22 years of Wayne's World. Because I know Wayne's World came out on Valentine's Day. You know how I know that? My parents celebrate Valentine's Day as their anniversary. Guess who wasn't allowed to go see Wayne's World opening night, but instead had to stay home with their parents on their anniversary because they loved each other. And they what? wanted us to spend time together as a family. 1992. 92, so 23 years of Wayne's World this month. I feel like we suddenly morphed into entertainment tonight. Yeah. Wayne's World turns 23 this month. Party on, Wayne's World. Party on. And now, back to the countdown. So... Well, to start this previews Wayne's World uh, podcast. <laughs> previews Wayne's World Entertainment Tonight, American Top Forty. Oh my God! All so, right, on page. I'm just no. I'm just going in. Go it. Do it. That's the, that's literally. It is the only way that we're gonna get the get the fuck out of this rut. On page just go. Uh, four sixty four. We have. Uh, we're in the back already with the apparel. They have a Squirrel Girl shirt with apparently the catchphrase for the book. <laughs> you mess with the girl, you get the squirrel. Yeah. I'm just saying. I hear that. Hey. And uh, also, if you, if you look in the Marvel book, I don't know what page it is. Uh, they're soliciting for the fourth issue of Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. She's already going to fight Galactus. I feel like they're really, they're really getting to that fight a little bit too early. Well, the whole Marvel universe is coming to an end. Well, you gotta get in while you, you gotta get in where you fit in, I guess. Yeah. And also, too, I do, I do like that it has like the little eight uh, bit. Yeah, like Marvel vs. Capcom type stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a good book. I gotta say, like, only the first issue has been out so far. It is exceptionally enjoyable. So, it's all right. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, it's it does it it does what it's it does what it's there to do. It's not taking itself too seriously. It's none of this like you know, gritty squirrel like oh I'm gonna make a squirrel like leap down some dude's throat and like eat out his liver or some Why dumb shit doesn't. like that. <laughs> Why doesn't it? You don't think that's just... gonna happen with Galactus? Yeah, I was about to say you just spoiled that fight. <laughs> You're like, way to go, jackass. No, there's going to be a cosmically powered squirrel uh, in that fight. That's the real spoiler. That's what yep. I think is going to happen. So, all right. So, mess with the girl, get the squirrel. Which, by the way, that is just a delightful motto. That is. Know what it says. The only thing better is, uh, I think at the beginning, 
close to the beginning of that book, she's singing the Spider-Man theme, except she's making it about her, yeah. which is kind of great, too. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that but it was a lot of fun. A lot of fucking fun. Um, all right, Travis, what do you got? What do I have indeed yeah, is the question. It, it was, I know, because they said it. There's so much stuff that could happen, but on page... <laughs> I, was say, I, was say, I swear to God, if you don't have a fucking preview in front of you, I will climb in. I will turn the Skype call around. I swear to God. Okay, on page one eighty-six. There we go. That's we're in IDW. Boy. It is uh, the Return of Empire, which, if you didn't read yeah. the first, the first trades come. They're going to do the volume one of the of the original series, where it was a DC book, wasn't it? Yeah, it was DC, and then it was... Wait, it's not page 186, though. It's 166, my bad. 166, all right, cool, because I was like, what? Um, yeah, no, it was... Well, I think... It was originally fuck. DC, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember the time. Like, I know it was, like, it was with DC, and then it was on its own. Or maybe, like, it started on its own, and then it finished at DC... And then DC got some reprints, or then, like, maybe a third company got some reprints. But apparently, yeah, like, we're even getting a whole new series. Or yeah. It, or, it's, or is this just the print? Because I haven't been following up on it. It's a continuation. All right, well, it's a continuation, it, but, I mean, has it been coming out on Thrillben? Uh, I don't believe so. Okay. So, yeah, I don't mean... Yeah, it looks... It looks like there's another inward... Real bad partnership begins here. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I know like they've been doing a lot of like the digital for stuff first. Empire was originally published in 2000 by Guerrilla Comics. Mm. So that part. But it, that was only like maybe the first three issues, I think, right? Maybe. Maybe. But either way, you can now get it in trade. Which, yep. you should definitely check it out. Because, I mean, we all know Mark Wade's a fucking boss. Uh, Barry Kitson's an amazing artist. His art is really good in this book. This book is, like, the sort of, like, dark, deconstructed superhero stuff before all of that stuff was really cool. Yeah. Before What If uh, Batman Was the Joker and Wearing a White Costume. You mean Jaden Smith? Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, here we go, new, you know, new Empire series. I dig it. What? Good pull. You're Good welcome, pull, my friend. Right, Mark Waite's beginning to kind of get everywhere, man. He's, I mean, it's Go not ahead. like he he wasn't, but I mean, he just he he's popping up in every little corner of everywhere, which is good because that guy's a cool guy. Yeah, and he, and he kind of almost, I kind of everything he writes is great. So, yeah, Tony. Well, that's to you, my friend. Ah, uh, page three fifty-seven <clears throat> with first second. We have the last of the Sandwalkers. Hmm. Okay. Nestled in the grass under the big palm tree by the edge of the desert, there is an entire civilization, a civilization of beetles, where beetles write books, run restaurants, and even do scientific research. 
but not too much scientific research is allowed by the elders who guard a terrible secret about the world outside. Lucy is not one to quietly cooperate, however, this tiny field scientist defies the law of her home and leads a team of researchers out into the desert. Their mission is to discover something about the greater world, but what lies in wait for them is going to change everything! Beetles are not the only living creatures in the world. And the cover is of a little beetle with a flag standing on a skeletonized human hand. Mm -hmm. Alright. Can you guess the name of Billy's planet? <coughs> it was Earth! Stonegate <laughs> <Go> Beetles! <laughs> Turns out it's man. Yeah, it turns out it was man. Uh, oh turns out, why should I believe you? You're Hitler! It's <laughs> <laughs> oh! over Futurama references! <laughs> Third Futurama reference. I just watched that episode like three or four days ago. So I'm like, oh yeah. Good times. But yeah, no, I, I totally passed this by. It looks cute as fuck. Yeah, that book looks great. The, uh, the promo art, they're showing off to the right there. Just looks great. It looks like uh, a great book. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm building space for somebody else. Hey, Jared, do you have a book? <laughs> I have somebody else. I don't know who's not paying attention. This is still me filling space. Somebody else talk. <laughs> I was trying to. I was about to go. Oh, man, he just snapped. He did. Man, that was rough. Got uncomfortable. Oh, How many times am I going to hear that today? <laughs> wow. All right. Well, I'm going to talk about the elephant in the room. And that is basically the entire fucking DC section. Yeah. Which is, this is, we now have our full solicits for everything Convergence. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the next two months, here is your DC lineup. And it's basically things happening. I, you know, I don't know. I, it, when, when this was first coming out and they're talking about like, oh, hey, we got like some cool stuff that we're doing. Like, we're bringing back Stephanie Brown, Batgirl. We're going to be talking about Ryan Choi dying. Uh, Gail Simone is writing a Nightwing Oracle book. So, like, that's cool because all these books that are in this previews, they're all two-parters. They're going to be finished up next month. Um, you know, Greg Rucka and Cully Hamner are doing a question book. Like, that's pretty rad. You know, like, how great is that? And then, like, that's kind of where it ends. Because I'm going through this thing, and there's there are, all told, there are 40 Convergence titles, and then the four part, the first four parts of the eight-part weekly Convergence book. And, yeah, it's like, basically it looks like what they're doing is here are 20 books that star the pre-Flashpoint characters. Here are 10 books that star, like, the Zero Hour era books. And then here are 20 books that star, like, the 
Crisis on Infinite Earths original Crisis characters. So if you've ever wanted to read an Azrael Batman versus regular Batman book written by Larry Hama, Convergence, yeah, Convergence, <laughs> Batman, Shadow of the Bat, numbers one and two are for you. I guess. So hmm. yeah, it's like it's kind of weird. I mean, there's a lot of people that should sort of show up. I mean, there's very much um, some old standards in here. Like there's some, you know, Keith Giffen's doing the Supergirl Matrix. Yeah book with you know Lex Ambush pretending book. to be his own clone or his own son when he's like himself in a cloned body I mean there's some interesting stuff like you know David Gallagher and Steve Ellis of High Moon doing a Green Lantern Corps book from the Crisis on Infinite Earths era okay look I'm not going to claim that there's not interesting bits of this, and I'm not going to claim that there aren't uninteresting bits of this. Here's the nightmare scenario, is it's another month where they're taking the entire line off and doing these one-shots. Yeah. I am drowning in two long boxes full of Future's End one-shots because I under-ordered on Bell's Month the previous year, and now I guess they're making me do it <laughs> twice a year, because presumably it's still going to happen again in September. Oh, not actually... Uh, three times because next month? this is two parts. Yeah, it's not even. Oh, I don't. let's just do it for a month. Yeah, this is. How the fuck am I supposed to order this shit? I've already had a couple people tell me that they don't want any of it. I don't know how many people are gonna come in off the street. I don't know what the fuck to do. I just have to like throw darts at the goddamn fucking wall. I don't. I was yeah. joking with Jared earlier. I'm just gonna stupid under order on these, and anytime anybody comes in and grumbles at me about why we don't have book X. I will give them a Future's End one shot. Oh my god, it's gonna be so good. This is gonna fall By the away. way, I whatever whatever contest we're doing, the prize is totally not going to be ha a short box of Future's End one shot. Oh my god, <laughs> that's we're not just, what oh we're man. doing. Oh it no, it won't be a short box. You're about to end up with so many Star Spangled War stories. <laughs> yeah. No, Tell I mean. Yeah, like, as soon as they announced this, I was like, wow, they really don't know. And it's like, they for a, for a hate second... They retailers. They hate their retailers. That's the only explanation here. They hate us. And DC used to be the company. Like, we used to say, man, like, they were the retailer's friend. They were the lesser of two evils. They were at least yeah. not so aggressive. It's like, everybody... Like, it's an arms race, because it's like, you know, everybody... Both major companies have weekly books like somebody asked for that both both companies have like like kind of insane time travel -y, hey we're gonna reshuffle things kind of not really but who knows kind of things there's just it's just and, it, and not like and again it's not like anybody was asking for anything like this like everybody i mean we 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 joke about marvel having a shitload of events dc has they're no slouch in that either, man. It's just like, but it's there's just so much gimmick and not enough like, like there's no time for there to be anything steady to get into because like, 
You know what I mean? Like, now we have, like, two months of one-shots, and it's like, where's the... If I want to get into this, what do I do? I don't know. You wait for two months, I guess. Wait until it starts all over again. I want to bring up uh, a point about the convergence stuff I just actually thought of. Uh, if you look at the... Uh, what is it? The, uh, the, the alternate covers they have for some of the one-shots... It's like half the face of the superhero. Oh yeah, and it's all, fading. Yeah, all of the books have these Chip Kid designed variants. They're doing it in uh, in, in the Marvel book too, uh, for yeah, the Secret yeah. for Secret yeah. Wars. It's like half of the the, uh, the one oh, that sticks out the God. most to me. And yeah, it's the Miles Morales. Morales movie. Morales, yeah. Morales Morales, as he's known in some circles. <laughs> Look, I'm calling what I say. He's like, like, fuck you, I stand by it. Candidate candidate Travis Ray is running on his record of saying things in a weird fashion. Also, fuck you. Uh, No. Only Miles Morales. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, so, okay, well, that's one. I mean, that's sort of an unfortunate thing. But, yeah, I, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't. Because it's like, it's not even like, oh, hey, we're getting interesting and unique creative teams for this. Like, there's a shitload of Tony Bedard and Scott yep. Lobdell and Fabian Nicieza and Frank Thierry and Keith Giffen. And, like, they brought Paul Levitz back to do a book, which it's like, all right, good on you, Paul Levitz. You know, we're getting a couple of, like, Larry Hama books and, like, Len Wein's doing the Crisis on Infinite Earths swamp thing. And it's like, I'm not trying to, like, knock these dudes, but it's like if you're doing, like, these this big, like, dynamic thing, what the fuck, man? Like, Dan Jurgens is not your draw. Mm. You know, like, your draw is... Whoever the fuck is like writing a hot, but like if you got Chip Zadarsky to do a two-parter of Booster Gold, that's a lot easier sell. Well, to be fair, the draw is hey, this is before the reboot that you all hate. That's the draw. The draw is like it's all the characters you guys love. Yeah, and that's and I feel like that is a really really hard gamble and i really it, there's no way to win because well, i i kind of feel like everybody has more or less stopped hating it it's not that they stopped hating it but it's not like the the, the desire for the old stuff to come back has subsided only the super unreasonable people are still mad about it every now and then somebody will bitch about new 52 stuff i'm like dude it's not new anymore it's like how many years now like, are you really this still this mad about well, it? Well, I mean, I could. It's one of those things where it's like I could kind of understand being this mad about it, in a, in the sense that a lot of the books are not great. That doesn't. Need, but that doesn't. This, this isn't gonna change. Yeah, yeah, years. Exactly. You have like, like what four years? Of, like, what have you just realized that? Like, if you have, if you weren't into it. Then you won't be into it now. Why are you still complaining? Just read Marvel books or just read image books or just quit. Like, complaining. Uh, complain to us. You know, like, they're not, because I'm sure they're on message boards that nobody reads from, you know, DC or whatever. But, you know, coming in bitching to us, what are we going to fucking do? 
know, they make it so we can't even go to the fucking to the retailer summits or anything like that. So I mean, what is what you want us to just not buy, like not get DC books anymore because there's a fringe of people who are just still mad about this thing? Like, I don't understand still being upset. I will say one thing that I found kind of interesting that I just noticed, like right before we went on the air. All of these books are priced at three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. All right, which yeah. is yeah, but not that good. No, nope, yeah, no, who fucking remembers that shit? Well, they, I mean, they bullshit, Dad. Come they, on, no, they still had stuff that was two ninety nine, and they kept the three ninety nine stuff for like the special books or books that had like extra content. Like they, they hadn't forgotten. Now we'll see what happens after convergence. They may just be like, yeah, so that was then. Because it's like, I mean, what, I mean, remember when we were doing like the year end stuff and how DC just they got fucking annihilated in like both market share things. It's like, well, there you go. Start charging people a dollar more for your stuff. Maybe you'll catch up on dollar share. I mean, they're already blown up. We're from fucking Star Wars, and who who the fuck else knows what else they're gonna do? Like that shit's over. Like you might like I don't know if you're if you're still trying to make that a race or not. Well, I mean, it's only January. I mean, they're not gonna give up the whole fucking year. I mean, yeah, Star Wars number one when December rolls around, it's like yeah, that's gonna be the number one book that came out this year. Like that's a foregone conclusion. Now yeah. it's like, okay, what's number two? Number two is going to be the real number one. Because it's like, you know, well, nothing's going to be that big. So, like, what's the actual... We're number two! Yeah. We're really We're number, number one! <laughs> yeah. I mean, because it's like, the only, like, the only, you know, God forbid, the only real book that they're doing is the actual Convergence title. So it's like... That's a weekly book too, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's four issues this month and then four issues the next month. So it's basically an eight issue miniseries that ships weekly. Mm. But it's like this is where all the stuff that, for lack of a better term, matters is going to be happening. So I almost feel like, look, yeah, if you're going to be reading DC shit, there you go. Convergence. Like, that's all I'm going to read. I may pick up the Gail Simone book. I may pick up the Greg Greca book. But, like... It's like they're... It's a terrible play. It, it is feels the... very clumsy. Yeah. And, it, I, and I don't mean this as, like, a qualitative statement at all. It might be great. It has every chance of being, you know, whatever. But it's just like, they're asking everybody, again, to stop reading... Everything we're writing, we understand that this is a weekly business that is driven by habit. Break the habit. Stop reading everything we are reading and read only this title, and then maybe some ancillaries. Yeah. It feels like it feels like they're they're flailing. It's not it like is, I, it, this. I this is dangerous. I don't I don't like, and they're doing it more and more often. Yeah, it's like you know, it was like you were saying. It's like. It's you know let let's just say it's twice a year instead of like actual months because I mean it's all all its stuff is connected together so this is like two gimmicks a year now and then we get like a six 
story arc in between. Yeah, two major orders slash, and I think that's an excellent point, habit-destroying events. Because I keep hearing nothing but, oh, this is a jumping-off point. Like, yeah. everybody I've spoken to, like, I haven't heard anybody being interested in it, and uh, obviously that will change as we get more close to it, and hype builds up. People will be interested. I'm not saying nobody will. But what I'm hearing again and again and again is, this is my jumping-off point. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, that's what all these things are for the most part for a lot of people. I mean, it's not just the DC thing. Like, it's just when everybody does these complicated, multi-tiered stories, people just go, I just want to read this, and why can't I do that? You know, why does it have to be, you know, why does it have to be, you know, a, this... People just I want Batman Punch of the Joker. Yeah, I mean that's that's it. I mean that's the thing too. I get people coming in and asking, do do we have books where Batman punches the Joker and we don't have them? Well, we do. I mean, yeah, I mean there there are there are some classic ones, but I mean there's but not. He's fighting the Joker right now. You know what he means, though. <laughs> no, I mean I I do, I do get it, but I feel like I mean, and again I'll kind of play devil's advocate on that point is that. If that's all it becomes, within a within a, a set period of time, people go, "Can we get a book where Batman's not just punching the Joker? Can we get a book where something interesting happens?" And I'll say that this no, is that. Buddy says that. Like people yeah, yeah, say that, what they want is the exact same fucking thing that always happens, and that's an impossible thing to do. You can't have the newest and latest and greatest thing and but not change anything and it's like and again being in the store all the time and having to hear this all the time drives me nuts because i don't have anything to tell anybody like other than maybe you need to read something other than superhero books from marvel and dc because you know as many again it's like it goes back to whenever any major or minor change from a character happens and it's somehow Front page news on everything. Captain America's a black dude. You know, Thor's a woman. Uh, you know, Wonder Woman has pants. Uh, Superman and Lois Lane aren't, aren't together. And it's like, it's just, and it's like, you know, he's like, you're dropping a bomb every time. When these are people who, you know, I, in theory, like, there's some fucking dumb-dumbs off the street going, oh, my God, they changed it, blah, blah, blah. Do you read it? No. Yeah, whatever. But it's like, these, these are people who are in the culture who know this isn't a major, this isn't a thing that's, like, forever, you guys. Like, it's not. It's like how everybody dies and mysteriously comes back. Like, it's, I don't, I don't want to play that it's just a, it's just comics, but it's just it's just a story, you guys. None of these people are real, so they can kind of do whatever, and they'll probably be back. I'm sure Wolverine will be back doing snickety snick, drinking beer and whatever this year sometime. I'm sure he won't be a a cross dressing whatever like some people have thought Marvel's gonna do, and it's just it's so hard to just have a rational conversation when it's just. Make it interesting, but have it exactly the same, because I'm going to be mad. And if it's too much the same, I'm also going to be mad. I just Well, that's the thing. is, oh. like, no matter what side you go on, there's going to be those people. And I just... And it's I like, I mean, and to me, as a consumer, 
looking at both of these two big two books, yeah, it's like, okay, you know that Thor being a woman is not something that's going to last from now until the end of time. But at the same time, like, reading that book, I find that book interesting and enjoyable. I'm enjoying reading that book. When it comes time for me to read a lot of, like, the DC stuff, and again, even knowing Thor's not going to be a woman all the time. Okay, and, like, they're going to do something with the Marvel Universe that may or may not be a reboot, although it probably isn't going to be a reboot. You know, it's like, all right, like, that's cool. At least the product that I'm reading, that I choose to read, isn't, like, I find enjoyable. You know? I don't necessarily, like, have that sensation when I'm reading DC stuff nowadays. And so it's like, that's why I'm like, yeah, you know, the DC stuff, like, you guys got to figure your shit out. All right, here's an interesting thing. Um, I was looking more closely at these... Uh these sources, or the sources specifically for Convergence 1 through 4, they're all written by Jeff King. Yeah, exactly. Who's, like, not a dude that people know. This is his comic book debut. Yeah. And then, and this is this is information from, from Bleeding Cool. Yeah, because he's uh, like a, he writes for TV, right? Yeah. Uh, he... He was... The executive producer and writer on White Collar, Shattered, and Continuum. White Collar was all right. Yeah, I haven't like, even heard of any of those shows. White Collar was on USA. USA. I, mean, I seriously yeah. haven't even heard of those shows. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, yeah, I remember when this was announced and they said, oh, by the way, this is the dude that's writing it. And it's like, again... Yeah. Does that? Not I mean, does that knowing. automatically go? This isn't going to be any good because he he hasn't. This is the first thing he's done. Comic wise, no, 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 no. I mean, but uh, it's but it's, Joe, it's, it's Lock and Key was Joe Hill's first book, and that was phenomenal. Yeah. But here's the thing: when you got, when you got <coughs> somebody who is untested, don't give him your entire company. I I don't think. I mean, I wouldn't have if I were if I were. De- Joe Hill wouldn't have been my first choice for a, 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 a project like this for his first outing. Yeah. I, I think now Joe Hill could... T- I mean, I wouldn't want... I mean, I don't think Joe Hill would be the, the right choice for this project for a number of other reasons. Um, just because, you know, it's not his style. I, I mean... But maybe, well... Mike, but, like, but, like, name power or whatever, I mean... It, my counterpoint is, if it was like the same old people, the complaint would be it's the same guy, right? Like in yeah, that's you. Well, I'm not saying we need to put Jeff Johns on this. Yeah, no, you I mean, I, but, on um, but I no, no, I mean, I, and, and I and I'm hearing you saying that you thought White Collar was all right, but I mean, I don't, I and maybe and maybe I'm alone in this, but. Maybe give it to somebody who's written something that people have heard of, at yeah, all. No, I mean for, I th- for your company-wide project. Yeah, no, I think that is an exceptionally, like, yeah, like you. And I, you know, and again, I don't. By all means, you know, break, break the the mold. I mean, you know, don't put put somebody atypical on it. 
Like okay. when they brought in Brad Meltzer for like you know, the established novelist for Identity Crisis, that was huge. Yeah, and that was its own thing in a miniseries that, for the most part, people enjoyed. And it ended up having like, organic ram- long-term ramifications. Yeah. But, like, if you had gotten someone, like, say, like, a Mark Miller, like, if you had been like, oh, hey, this is, like, Mark Miller's coming back to D.C. and he's writing Convergence, people would be paying a lot more attention, I think. Yeah. Or if you had been like, yeah, again, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, no, I think I think you're, abs- you're absolutely 100% right. Because it's like, it's not even a matter of like, oh, this is going to be bad. It's like, how... It's you so can't sell this guy. You know what I mean? It's like, and it's like, yeah, people, but it's like, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, if you, if you, if, if, if it's the same scenario, and I mean, and I don't mean to be throwing this guy under the bus. I'm not familiar with his work at all. So that, that might, again, that might just be on me. But like, if, if I'm reading this and instead of, instead of Jeff King, it's one, one of the writers for Breaking Bad or one of the writers from Sons of Anarchy mm-hmm. or, or one of the writers from Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All all of a sudden, that's a that's a very very different thing than somebody who wrote uh, Continuum, which I I haven't even heard of. I'm I trying think, to remember. I think that I was think a sci-fi show. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think it's on sci-fi. I think it's about time traveling cops. He also wrote and produced on Due South, Total Recall, 2070, Stargate SG One, and Relic Hunter. I've heard of those mm. shows. So I mean, yeah, I mean, he's got. He's got a lot of work under his belt. I mean, he's definitely done his dues and you know taken his chops and whatever. I don't, I don't know. It's just weird. It's 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 a weird. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's starting to feel like a hail mary. Yeah, it's really. And sometimes those work out. Yeah, I mean, you know, a year from now we could be talking about how we were fools to ever have doubted convergence. Oh, like, you know, I would love that. You know, yeah. Again, it's like. I'm not saying this shit about DC because I hate DC. I'm saying this, excuse me, I'm saying this shit about DC because I really want their comics to succeed because I really like a lot of their characters. And I would really like to read interesting shit done with those characters. Mm, you know? know, and it's like, yeah, like, you, you know, you talk about, like, you know... Mm. Fuck, this week, I'm sure we'll get into it next week on Book Club, but that Multiversity Guidebook came out this week. Shit is fucking great, by the way. Yeah. I love the idea that it's just like, here, that made me go, why aren't you telling stories with some of these, with some of these Earths, with these characters? And again, maybe that's the thing that's going to lead into this, because I guess there's some of that might. Yeah, no. Might be yeah, exactly. Up. Like, the, like the stuff with, again, the stuff with Commandy. And again, Maybe I'm the only guy in the room, or the like. I'm a very small, like, I'm a statistical anomaly. But I'm just like, fuck, dude. You could, people want to like. If you did like a really interesting and badass take on Commandy. I mean, come on, Commandy is Fallout meets Planet of the Apes. Do that, you know, like fucking do that. Make that book. I'm not saying he has to be a long-haired blonde kid in a loincloth anymore. But he better be a blonde kid wearing a loincloth. I don't give cloth. a fuck what he looks like. It could be a blonde... It could be a brown-haired chick with no legs. I don't give a fuck. Give me an interesting story. 
Get, you know, you know what I mean? Like, do something cool. And again, yeah, it's like the like the multiversity guidebook is like it's almost like it's it's in some ways it's almost insulting because yeah, you're right. We're waving this fucking book in your face, going, "Hey, look at these other stories that we could be telling." But but I mean, not. it's not. It's not. It's not feasible to like to think that. I mean, as much as I would want that, that shit would it's, like Pirate Justice League would never fucking it's happen. Not, I mean, that's the thing. Well, it I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It's like a lot of these is like, yeah, shit that was in an Elseworlds twenty years ago, like Vampire Batman and all them. Like, yeah, that's like a fucking almost thirty years old Elseworlds at this point. You know, it's like yeah, like I mean, but I mean. Some of that stuff isn't. And, like, I'm not saying you necessarily have to be like, nope, I want a hundred issues of the guys that look like the Marvel superheroes but aren't. No, yeah, I mean, no one and, wants and that, I... but it's like at the same time, stop. And this is something that we hear a lot of when we talk about DC's, like, uh, movie and some of their TV output is stop being embarrassed about what your shit is. And be like, this is what our shit is. We have a shitload of Earths. That's our thing. That's what we do. I mean, I, I, I will fully admit, too, that I like, I like more interesting than quote-unquote good books. But it's just like, me personally, I'm just like, man, it just... I don't know, just, I'd rather something... I'd rather something be interesting and not work, I guess, or not be commercially viable. Because there's plenty of books that DC did that didn't sell that I thought were cool. And that's the thing is, like, a lot of Marvel books, for as much shit as we give them, they've there's been a lot of Marvel books that have been, you know, they were good, but they didn't sell. But it's not like they were like, all right, then get the fuck out. Marvel's really good at, like disabling a lot of that stuff while other things are happening because as big of a rollout as like Fearless Defenders was and it was like yeah but then yeah it's like you also look at a book like like uh, books like The Order or Immortal mm. Iron Fist or Defenders it's like they still kept giving Matt Fraction work because they knew he, it's like yeah the books maybe weren't selling what they wanted but they knew he was doing good work and they're like, all right, cool. We know we can count on you for shit. So let's just keep rolling. Here's Iron Man. You know? So, I don't know. We could do we could do this shit. I mean, I just, obviously, it's a thing that kind of needed to be addressed. Because, you know. Yeah, well, I don't want to be, I don't want to present myself as being as super down on it as I just did, but I... I don't see how... You, I mean, again, like, as soon as this was announced... I am very trepidatious. Yeah. And I absolutely be trepidatious. I mean, order, you know, I would order decent amounts of convergence, but I almost, like, fuck everything else. I mean... Oh, God. N that's... Just empty the DC shelves. Oh, that'll be the... Just like, nothing. Did you, yeah, oh did my you God. like Batman books? Then here's Scott Snyder's Witches. Did you Ugh. like this? Oh my did you God. like this book? <laughs> did you like Wonder Woman? How about Promethea? Oof. You know, I mean, it's like, yeah, that's not a super 
You know, but I mean, yeah, again, what, like, I don't understand how they expect, like, how they expect you guys to sell this stuff. When it doesn't seem like, leading into it right now, they're not doing a whole lot to sell it themselves. So, all right, Jared, we're back to you. Let's let's try to turn this ship around. Uh, on 158, uh, Disney is doing comics again, not with Marvel, but with IDW. Yeah, there's, for there's some a, reason. Yeah, there's a fucking head scratcher right there. You want, we want to talk about go, go from like, one business thing to the next. It's like, um... Remember like years ago when it was like, oh, hey, we're going to stop doing these because... Marvel's going to take these over, and it's going to be cool, and it never fucking happened. But now, Uncle Scrooge... No, actually, I remember when uh, when I did, we got these. It was, like, right before the Marvel deal went through. Was it? I was... If I'm not mistaken. Tad, correct me I, if you I honestly it. do not remember it. You... I, I feel like I remember IDW getting the Disney Comics rights, and then, like, a month later, Disney buying Marvel... Hmm. And, and us doing the whole, like, well, what does that mean? I thought it was Boom. Yeah. That had it. Boom. I thought Boom had it first. Oh, and then Cause it's like, cause they stopped doing those when they, when they bought them. Yeah, because Bo- yeah, I thought it was Boom had gotten the rights, and then, yeah, they kept going as Disney owned Marvel, and then the rights just expired. And then they've just been kind of, like, hanging out nowhere. That's so, like, I don't know, it's such a weird, that's such a weird thing. But yeah, I mean, they've, if like, you look at page 159, here's, like, all their next output, including in September. Wow. That's wild. All, I mean, the uh, in September, Walt Disney's Comics and Stories coming back, but with the original numbering. Hmm. Interesting. Wait, hold, no, hold. Going back in oh, July. Okay. They're going. No, backwards. yeah, it starts. In, it starts oh, in July. Okay, yeah, because yeah. it's sweet. Yeah, I, I've been drinking liquor, so some of this was a little hard for me to comprehend. <laughs> I was no. like, oh. Wait, how do you follow up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm still just in my home. Okay, I'm just. I'm not going anywhere when the show is over. I'm climbing over this desk and sitting on my couch. Um. Because then I was like, wait, it starts with 7.23, but then they're going backwards, 7.22 and 7.21. And then I went to the next row, and then I was like, fuck, then they're at 7.24. Holy shit, I can't follow this at all. Yeah, no, it's a winding path, you fucking drunk son of a bitch. Um, But yeah, it looks like they're doing a traditional slow rollout of, you know, of of their stuff. You know, they're going for that issue thousand. By the way, that's what they're doing. They're doing what? So they're they're going for that issue thousand. Yeah, I hope so. If anyone deserves it at this point, like now that Archie's bowed out and Marvel and DC have completely opted out, I feel like Disney. All right, we've cleared the path. It's like they were the ones that like everyone thought was going to win, and then they like fell down and broke their ankle. And then everyone's running the marathon still, but then they stopped at the finish line, and they're going to let the guy with the broken ankle and the sob story go. <laughs> like, no, no. He deserves to win. 
he deserves. It's a lot of compassion you just yeah, threw out there. Especially for Disney, which is like, you know. Oh, man, what a sob story Disney is. What a, <laughs> what a hard, maybe these kids will get a break one day. Man. God yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, here's a variant cover of Uncle Scrooge sledding on money. This rich motherfucker. Angrily. Yeah, he's angry about it. Fuck you. Our, Uncle Scrooge may end up being my new Archie. <laughs> I was playing DuckTales Remastered was free on PlayStation Plus last month, yep. and I downloaded it, and I was super excited to play it. And then as I'm playing it, I kept getting more inexplicably angry. And then I was like, oh, because I'm basically just helping a rich white man get more money. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. Customer Neil Crandall called him uh, basically the head of J.P. Morgan, the cartoon section. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah, that's probably what they based him. <laughs> oh, like yeah, that's that. probably what they based him after, you know? I mean, it's like, I get it. Like, he worked hard. He worked smarter, not harder. Yeah. He had a lucky dime, dude. That's true. But then, yeah, <laughs> and then he got, like, fucking voodoo out of a lucky dime. <laughs> you know voodoo. And, also, that voodoo and he was that also you a do. treasure hunter, which basically means he went through and he exploited native cultures. to Because, like, the level that I was playing in in uh, DuckTales Remastered was the one in the Amazon. And you're ba it's like, you no. know, because it's like, oh yeah, those guys have had a fucking cakewalk for the past several hundred years. Let's steal more of their riches. Having ducks <laughs> golf club swing boulders exactly, out of them. Exactly, because then his move is, the gol is like a golf swing, and I'm like, this fucker plays golf too? God damn it, I hate this son of a bitch. <laughs> Why am I trying to make him more money? I can't play this game anymore. I was upset. <laughs> I got upset. And it's like, yeah, I'm like, at least the game was free. I didn't spend a shitload of money I don't have on it. For $15, that game is totally worth it. Yeah. Gorgeous game. It, it free is completely worth it. Yeah, I mean, it's it. a gorgeous game. I remember playing it on regular Nintendo when I was a kid. Like, there's definitely some weird sense memory going on as I play it. And the moon level music? Fuck you, that shit is I, awesome. See, that's the thing. Yeah, I want them to redo Rescue Rangers. They will. Oh, that game's so good. They will. Yeah. Guarantee you that shit's good. That I guarantee you with, like, with, uh, with DuckTales, like, oh, like, oh, man, those Disney games are definitely going to happen again. Well, I got they, Castle they, of Illusions, too. Because that shit was free. I got nice. I got super excited because when I logged on to PlayStation this afternoon, um, they were talking about Grim Fandango, and, I, and it was yeah. remastered. Oh, and I was yeah. like, "Oh shit, is that free?" And it wasn't. It's fifteen dollars. It might be free at some point, but it's like I remember when that game. I never played it, but I remember like that was the fucking game. Like games like that. I mean, it's like and they've done stuff like that with um. Oh Jesus, what's the one? Uh, with like Guybrush Threepwood, um, the old LucasArts game, the pirate one, oh, Monkey, Monkey Island. Island, Secret of Monkey Island. They did a Monkey Island rem remastered. So it's like I'm I'm glad that they're getting cool shit like that. If you start, I mean, and they're doing weren't they doing King's Quest? King's Quest, uh, they're redoing, they're making, uh, Sierra's back and they're making a new one, but they're re-releasing all the old ones. 
ahead of that one. I think that was this year. Yeah, no, I remember we, we, we definitely we talked about that. But yeah, Disney Comics, by the way, Disney Comics are a thing. And yeah, IDW, that's weird. That's a weird move. Yeah, just give me my just give me my my Gizmo Duck as a RoboCop cover, and I'll be fine. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, let's do. Can Jesus. we can we do a, like a Darkwing Duck Ninja Turtles crossover? People oh, will lose their you minds. You know that's gonna happen. You know oh that's gonna god. happen. If you did Darkwing Duck, fucking Ninja Turtles, and Ghostbusters, and GI Joe, and Transformers. Oh, it's over. It's, it's over. <laughs> Just have the X Files. Uh, you know what? Remake that game too. Yeah. Holy Jesus! Fuck balls. Travis, go. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I'm gonna have a. Oh, that's I'm gonna Travis. have a fucking stroke now. Sorry about that. I I, I, I actually don't have a previews book. You and, lying uh, no. son of a bitch! <laughs> ah, ah, Sorry. Ah, 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 I count. We were counting on you. We all counted on you. How dare you? I, 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 I did that on purpose. You on uh, page shit. Oh one. my god! I don't. This whole this is a podcast one. of lies now. I don't know who to believe. One fourteen on page one fourteen of the Marvel book because I love the nineties. You do. Oh, X-Men slash Avengers Onslaught Omnibus. Yeah, I saw that. That's we we've we've, we've, we've reached peak nostalgia, everybody. Who who yep. had uh, J- uh, February 2015 on their bingo card? One hundred and twenty-five dollars for twelve hundred and for nearly thirteen hundred pages of Onslaught comics. That went ahead. That's that's post Age of Apocalypse. So, I that was consequences from Age of Apocalypse. I can't tell what Tony's why his facial his facial expression, what his reaction is. <laughs> this is my this is my Travis isn't technically wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's like well, you have to just basically grudgingly admit something. You're like, yep. I still remember. Never forget, kids. Scott Lobdell said that they came up with the uh, with the whole onslaught thing. They just made up a name. They mm. made up a name, and then they're like, "That's future Scott Lobdell's problem. Like, we're just gonna <laughs> give him a name. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, the Juggernaut just got like thrown from New Jersey by someone really fucking powerful. Who was it? It's like I don't know. Let's just say it's some." Fucking onslaught! On, onslaught did it. We'll fi- we got a couple months to figure this out, right? We're making trillions of dollars. Fuck you! This ride will never be over. <laughs> this industry can only get bigger, right? <sighs> I'm gonna throw in another Why one not? just because we've, bar- we've barely fine. talked about anything. This. <laughs> Hour and a half almost. All right. Uh, in 371 on, on the, in the Omni Press section, Rick and Morty number one. I still gotta. That is the thing that's gonna happen, I'm man. I'm gonna watch that show. I can't. You no. need to watch that show. I'm I'm going. I'm gonna say this, and this will be unpopular. I I don't know how you. I don't know how you're gonna keep doing this show. I mean, it's. I get the. I get the random thing. 
randomly happening, but like now in, in a comic, I'm I just like I I don't know how how are we gonna keep doing this. The first arc is called the Wubble of a Dub Dub of Wall Street. Uh, Come on. Here's the thing. I mean, it doesn't have to be exact. It it can evolve. I know you're giving me that look <laughs> like I'm insane, but it <laughs> sometimes. Works of art can build upon themselves and grow in ways such that they are different from their previous iterations. Yeah, I know you're giving. I know you're giving like me that crazy music. look, but get in the barrel. Get in the fucking barrel. This will be hilarious. Look, I'm saying what I'm saying is, fuck you to death. Get your ass tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I I mean Watch Rick and Morty. I know. I watched it show and I'm you. That's gonna say, I'm just I know I everybody keeps saying watch it. Like, I am watching it, it's not making any more sense. Oh it's great. Random things are random. I know. Great, you're stupid. It's fine. Everybody's been saying that for years to me in this business. So. I like how it's coming out on April first too. <laughs> it's gonna be unlikely story. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not oh, like man. it's the only thing that's coming out on April first because April first is a Wednesday. But I'll believe that. One. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. oh, I threw that shit before I left the moon. <laughs> By the way, pick up Black Dynamite trade that came out a couple of weeks ago. Because, by the way, Black Dynamite, we need this thing to keep going so we can get that movie, all right? Like, I'm still waiting. Come on. He's going to do it. He just needs He just needs enough money. Get started that shit, <laughs> what is What is the check that he threatened to send back to Crenshaw Pete in the I movie? I know. It's one of my favorite things, though. Because I think it, it, it... She's in the cartoon. Oh, she is? I See, I've, I've barely seen the cartoon, though. You should watch the cartoon. Oh, oh, the cartoon is so, it's so good. The cartoon is so good. It really is. <laughs> Tommy Davidson's got a line in it. He's like, I have a dream where I'm flying a helicopter. And it explodes. And Black Dynamite calls my name. It wakes me up. They do a lot of that stuff, like... From the referencing the cartoon, reference referencing the movie, it's oh man, it's so good. All right, uh, Tony, I so. believe you're up. What yeah, about Europe? Europe. Get your ass to Europe. <laughs> it's your ass to Europe. See, my, my next pick was at um, the morning. Yeah, I. No, my bad. Whatever. And I'm I'm sure life finds a way, yeah. Travis. Oh, I <laughs> um, how about an Archaea here? This book, The Realist? Yeah. It's, uh, it's no GM. Uh, and I can't... I can't quite tell how much of it is just sort of anthology-style short stories and how much of it is, like, full narrative. The thing that caught my attention is there's a, there's a full splash page of, of a guy drawing and his head is made up of little people all like Rice Krispie treated together yeah. and his face is uh, I'm, on, I'm sorry I'm on 311 yeah, thank you. Page 311. 
um, and his face is one of one of the people comprising the 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 head hole, punching other people out of the face, and they're landing on his paper where he's tracing them like police outline style. That's so wild. Yeah, that's some wild shit, man. It is a fantastic represent, representation of the creative process. Yeah, I've wanted to Hadouken a lot of stuff out of my skull. That that sounds like a personal oh, problem. It really is. It's becoming an issue in my daily life. <laughs> Maybe by you the should way, stop Hadouken people. By the way, the uh, the name of the young lady was Euphoria. Euphoria. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah. And your ass back to Crenshaw Pete with his high ass coat hangers. I know it's you. <laughs> I think it. When you, I'm, need, when you, I'm at, you need to watch the show work, because Crenshaw yeah, Pete. When I'm at work and I have like a line of customers, or even if it's just like one customer, and I'm at a cash register, and someone like just kind of sidles up to my peripherals, and they're obviously like they're waiting for a moment. To just like, well, I'm not going to stand in line. I'm just going to ask you this question while you're doing this thing. That line immediately runs through my mind. <laughs> now, I do want to send them back to Crenshaw Pete and his hot ass coat hangers. <laughs> and one of these days, like like on my last day, I may just yell that at someone, and they'll just be like, "What the fuck?" I had a lady. There's a there's a movie Walk away. Yeah, there's a movie theater like a little bit further down the mall from where I work. There's a lady that came in with her obviously just refilled like ninety six ounce giant drink and she just brings it up to the counter, sets it down in front of me and is like, Can you hang on to this up here? I'm gonna be shopping around for a while and I don't wanna carry it with me. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sent you back before. Yeah. And that was like the beginning of my hour at the register, and she still hadn't come back for that entire hour. Wow. So that's the thing that happened. All right. Is it me? It's me. All right. It's you. It's me. Um, couple of books real quick. Uh, I know we talked about these before. On page 206 in the image section, and on page 44 in the dark horse section, I shouldn't even have to mention these, but Alex DeCampi, No Mercy number one, and Archie versus Predator number one. Fucking buy them. I, I really liked that variant cover to that Archie uh, versus Predator, where it's like, it looks like he's uh, Schwarzenegger in the first yeah, one. Yeah, he's holding up Jughead, severed head. And there's a like, yeah. hamburger with a bite on uh, taken out of it, in front of it. Fucking brilliant. God damn it, Eric Powell. That's brilliant. I'll let you take a month off from the goon on that one. Wow. Wow. That guy's a rather large know, man. Dude. Don't blow my ass. I don't care. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did not have a lot this month. I misspoke. I did too. All right. Then we're going to do on page 334 in the dynamite section. This is a, <clears throat> this is a series I've heard of as a web, co web comic, but I've never actually read. I've heard good things about it, but looking for group number one, 
one of I've know, heard that one of those yeah little web comics about like gaming group stuff and things like that. Now it's in a comic, in a regular comic. You're welcome, America. The Americans. You win. You win this time. Oh, and there is also, um, I'll just, you know, completely eliminate us needing to do another round. In, uh, no, I have one other thing. Um, there's a Star Trek Starfleet polo shirt on page 463, as well as <clears throat> a bunch of other pretty awesome polo shirts, including, like, a X-Men logo polo shirt, a Star Wars Adat Walker polo shirt, and a black polo shirt with the Venom logo, because they all just have, like, the little logos on the right chest, or, I'm sorry, the left chest, yeah. excuse me, excuse me, the left chest. So, like, instead of your, yeah, Stage right. of your little, like, you know, Ralph Lauren polo guy... You know, you got your little Federation of Planets symbol. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like my eyes on shirts when I was a, when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean it's like I, I mean I, I like subtle nerdy stuff like that. Like I think sometimes I think that's I mean it's like it's funny cuz then on the opposite side you have uh, X-Men uniform t-shirts. Oh yeah, and I see those are I'm I'm about. I know. <laughs> well, and these ones are double-sided, too. Tony, do you still have your Wolverine? Oh, that, uh, that Bill yeah. shirt? Uh, no, I ended up... I, I gave it to a buddy who was nerding out on it a little too much. You were just like, all right, clearly you love it more than me. Yeah, just just take the shirt. I, I can't... But now they have them that are... You're, make, you're making me feel weird yeah. about this. Well, and now <laughs> they have them two-sided. And then more sort of... You mean they actually bothered to flip them over and run the belt over yeah. again? <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, Alright, does, does anyone have anything else that they want to do real quick? Uh, these James Jean Ninja Turtle statues yeah. on 536 are amazing and now priced. We talked about them a month or two or four or seven ago or whatever. Um... $130 for these games being in full They are That ain't bad. No, that's startlingly affordable. I was thinking they're going to be two or three times. Yeah, ago. that is actually quite good. Um, Jared or Tony, or Jared or Travis, do you guys have anything? Uh, yeah. 198 Uh, Tom McFarlane is basically doing a Superman book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. It's like Superman meets what's the fucking Mark Miller book? Oh, you mean Superior? No, Superior? no, no, the one where it's actually like the second coming of Christ. So oh, Chosen. chosen. Oh, I'm sorry, American Jesus. American Jesus, excuse Stay me. away from me. American nice. Jesus. Nice! Nice! Honky, let me be. <laughs> Oh man, I like you went with that instead of the uh, Bad Religion American Jesus song because they both work honestly. But yeah, I mean that's gonna be interesting. How would I react if God suddenly appeared in front of me? But everything we've been taught about him seems out of whack. Why is he not a black guy? That's a perfect pitch for this book. He, he even looks like fucking Superman. I would, I Come would on, be like, Mark. I would be Come like, on. wait a second. Are you suggesting that God 
was one of us. That's that it! Was Turn about on, everybody! I was about to do it. See ya! I've got it. And you're like, more. wait, I saw this guy on the bus the other day. Ah! And it was Scott. It's me punching myself in my throat! Ah! Jared. Jared, I know, I know why he's white in that book. Oh, God! You know why white that book? Why? Because... Because black is whack. Oh, kill my life. Kill my fucking oh, wow. life. Wow. Everybody. Just kill my life. Yeah, I think that's it. I'm I think sorry, that's the show. I think we killed it. We went off the rails, and then you blew it up, and then Tony dropped some more gasoline on it when it was already clearly on yeah. fire. Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Alright, so next week, oh, next week we'll be back here, maybe with some special guests, but uh, we'll be doing, we'll be doing Superfly Book Club. We're going to be talking about the stuff that we've read. We will probably, in a non-angry way, be talking about the Multiversity Guidebook, because that was some heavy shit, man. I love that book. I've I've hard sold that to so many yeah. people. Are you go, are you going to be here for uh, book club next week then? Um, it's entirely yeah, possible. Read some other stuff, I, man. You'll you'll dig I, it. It's I, great. It's all right there at your fingertips. I will just rub those uh, those books against my face and absorb that yeah. knowledge while I'm asleep. Those forty five minutes at, at a yeah. time. That's your problem. You're wasting forty five minutes a day, son. Come on. Mm-hmm. You need to see a doctor. <laughs> <clears throat> I do have insurance now, so maybe I will. Baby! Insurance! What? Bieber's not, not part of my plan. I think. Oh, Alright, well that's the show. That's the show. Just a slot. If God had a name, what would it be and would you call it to his face? If you were faced with him in all his glory, what would you ask if you had just one question?
than a presentation. Find out more at superflycomics.com, where you can buy digital comics through Comicsology. Superfly ships worldwide, free shipping in Ohio, and Superfly podcast listeners get 20% off their purchases. You can also shop with them through their store and eBay. Follow the hosts on Twitter at Superfly Comics, Twilight Tony, Real King Travis, JFX316, and Demon Weasel. Plus, you can use the hashtag Superfly Podcast when talking about the show. Get in touch with us via email at superflycomics at gmail.com, through Superfly Comics and Games on Facebook, for Jared's music, search for JFX316 on Google. For Thatcher's writing, go to demonweasel.com. You can find all the shows at the Podcast Network on pcn.panelsonpage.com, and you can click the subscribe tab to get the show through iTunes or another podcast service. Plus, you can search for us directly on iTunes, TalkShoe, and Stitcher, where you can leave us a five-star review for awesomeness. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.